0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Campfire Tales, brought to you by the Bearded Things Podcast. My name is Tyler, and I'm here with my friend Chris. Hello, Chris. Hello. Good evening. So what is Campfire Tales, Chris?
1: Campfire Tales is a chance for us to sit around the old campfire and tell creepy stories that have happened to us. And if you send them in, which we will tell you where you can send them in, we'll share your stories as well.
0: Yeah, it's wonderful. And if you are listening to this, it's coming out on a Friday so you probably already heard the scariest thing of the week which was my terrible ranting episode from Tuesday when I was sleep deprived so I apologize for that and this one hopefully
1: will be a much better product. It was uh, it was entertaining and it was a lot, <laughs> a lot of fun to edit I'll say that much.
0: <laughs> awesome so now that we're kind of in a good mood let's uh, get into some scary stories and I believe I went first last time so you're going to kick it off first correct? Absolutely all right, let's do this.
1: This one comes in from a good friend of ours and a friend of the show. His name is Zach out in Simi Valley. Yeah, Zach. He sends in the devil's dance. I've grown up Ooh. knowing about the occult for to some degree. My mom used to dabble in witchcraft, so it was easy to find books on the subject link around the house. She would do blessings of the house and, and some people. She would also use it to try and talk to family members that had passed. She'd use witchcraft to get back at those that felt she felt wronged her or the family in some way. Her motto for the longest time was karma is a bitch. And so am (laughs) I. (laughs) Nice. And uh, what's funny about that is his mom used to be a campus supervisor when I was in elementary school. So (laughs) I'm looking at her in a new light. (laughs) Nice. My family is from the Ohio, West Virginia area. We moved to California when I was in the second grade. So all of the extended family is still in that area. Now, I don't know all of the extended circumstances that were involved in this, but what I have gathered over the years was when I was in fifth grade, there was a guy that did something to a cousin of my mom. It was apparently pretty bad, so she ended up putting one of the biggest curses she knew onto him. Whoa! Now, she would do what she would do while we were at school. You would always tell when she did some of her quote-unquote work, when you got home and it smelled of sage still lingering in the air from her Mm. cleansing after I ended up coming home from school this particular day with a fever. It was after she had cast it. The house smelled of sage. When I groggily entered the house, I told her I wasn't feeling well and she took care of me. Since I shared my room with my brothers, she had me sleep on the couch in the living room. So they wouldn't get sick as well. That night around 3 a.m., I was awoken to something I still can't completely explain. It was the weird sound of someone in boots slowly walking on the hardwood floors in an echoey room. Mm -mm. Step, step, step. But it was coming from the ceiling in the living room. We lived in a one-story home. Everyone else was (laughs) in the house, seemed to be still asleep since I could hear snoring coming from the bedrooms. And again, step, step step. I'm trembling. I call out for my mom, and the stepping stops for a moment as if to listen. But the snoring continued, and so did the walking. Step, step, step. Suddenly, I wake up. Fever had broken during the night, and I felt much better. I tell no one what I heard because I think people would think I was just dreaming it, but I know it was real. A little while later, I browse through one of her books and I come into a section talking about black magic. According to the author, when some strong black magic is done, you can hear the, quote, dance of the devil on your rooftops. Hooves walking around on the hardwood floors. Well, this must have been some dozy of a curse. Within a month, things started happening to him. He had owned 25 horses. All but six have died. Damn. Then his wife left him. And he was arrested for tax evasion. <laughs> Coincidence? Maybe. What I heard, a fever dream? Maybe. To this day, though, I can still hear the echoey footsteps of that night. Step, step, step. Thank you, Zach, uh, with Zapped Alien Creations on Instagram for sending that very uncomfortable story.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a... Uh one that's a hell of a story that's a that's that's really well written um so kudos to him for that but that's also a a pretty terrifying story
1: yeah where i live there's a a row of very large trees behind the house where raccoons and possums like to crawl onto our roof (laughs) of course (laughs) and i can't wait for that to happen later tonight right yeah
0: and that's also scary because like logically you want to pass it off and say it was a fever dream i was sick you know like i've had fever dreams i'm sure you've had fever dreams where like you just have these terrible like dreams and nightmares that are very like realistic but then at least for me like i usually wake up and i know that i was dreaming That, like i knew it was a fever dream like but like for him and i'm sure you know zach's an intelligent dude like i'm sure he was you know like oh it was a dream but you know you can tell something felt more real than just a dream so that's
1: that's scary yeah that was uh that was not okay but thank you very
0: much zach <laughs> for
1: submitting yeah
0: thanks zach that's awesome man um so yeah so that was your story so now i'm gonna do my story and it comes from our friend daryl uh daryl from michigan uh we both know him he's a good dude and he wrote in the story to us awesome so it goes what's up guys So I have a story I'd like to share with you, and this took place about five years ago when my wife, my then infant son, and I were living in Ventura, California. One evening, I'd gone to the local Winco store to pick up whatever it was that we needed at the time, and about a good 30 or so minutes of grocery shopping, I get a text from my wife asking me if I would come home. I told her that I was almost done with the list and would be home shortly. When I got home, she was in the living room with our son, cuddled in a blanket, and sitting in the very corner of the couch. I asked what had happened, and she explained that she had set our son down to make him a bottle, and she heard a noise coming from the hallway that leads into our bedroom. It wasn't anything loud, just oddly out of place. It sounded like a shuffling. Our cat was in the apartment, but he was on the couch. So my wife goes back, picks up our son, and gives him his bottle. While she's sitting on the couch, she looks up and sees an almost transparent outline shape standing in the hallway, almost like it was peeking around the corner of the wall, seeming to stare out into the living room. She said she didn't feel fear or danger, just unease about what she was seeing, even though it was only a matter of seconds and then it was gone. Then when she texted that, that was when she texted me to ask me when I was coming home. A few minutes later, she says she had to go to the bedroom to get a diaper for the baby. And while she was in the room, she happened to look in the crib In the crib was one of her eyeshadows. She picks it up and the name on the eyeshadow that should have not been in the crib was now you see me. My wife described the figure as shorter, maybe around five foot six or so, and was looking like it was a male wearing a baseball cap all from a very brief moment, so she didn't get a great look at him. This made me think of my stepdad who had passed just away who had passed away just a couple of months prior, and who had told me that he wanted to see the baby more, and he only saw him once before he passed from health complications. My wife and son were never bothered, tormented, or anything of the sort by that particular spirit, although the apartment complex had a very weird vibe to it. So long story short, but basically I think it was my stepdad coming to see his step grandson that he hadn't gotten to see as much as he wanted to when he was alive. Thanks for your time in the podcast. Love you guys. Daryl.
1: I love you too, man. <laughs> that's um that's also not cool. <laughs> no, it's it really is like a beautiful it really is a beautiful moment when the family when you know, like you can tell when you know your your family members in the house or when they walk Mm -hmm. by you can just you can feel their presence you can feel their energy and you know it's it's them you know when they're alive yeah and i i really do believe that that could have been a stepdad just coming just to check in and make sure the family's doing okay
0: yeah i think so too especially i mean i think there's something to be said about like a mother's intuition and like they know when something's off and if his wife wasn't super bothered and the baby didn't react the cat didn't react then it probably was the like kind of a, a calming spirit. And it may have been his stepdad coming to check in. Um but I think it's also crazy the the eyeshadow yeah. being in the baby's crib that was named Now You See Me, which is sad because working at the store I work at, we carry cosmetics and I know exactly what brand of eyeshadow <laughs> she uses. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh that was a really good story. Thank you so much, Daryl. Yeah. Now We have done our one story each, and it's time to take a quick commercial break. And welcome back. Thank you all for coming back and rejoining us. And it's now time for our second half of our Campfire Tales. And Chris, I believe you are going to tell a personal story.
1: I am. And this one uh, is one, I I know I have a lot of really creepy stories, but this one uh, contains your brother, but pre ghost I was going to say, uh, dead or alive, brother. Because, <laughs> you know, unfortunately, we have stories of both now. Yeah, which is hilarious and sad, but funny. So this happened uh, probably about 10 years ago, maybe 15. And we were going out late one night somewhere. This were one you for- taking Hercules the LeBaron? Uh The Explorer oh nice okay so nice. it was after the death of the le baron yeah was car, LeBaron. <laughs> which if that car had a blog would be insane <laughs> this is true we tried to kill the car that's another story we can get into yes <laughs> <right here. laughs> so this particular night we were gonna go somewhere and uh i had to go do some a couple of errands at the house like take my trash cans out and do some other odds and ends and it's probably about midnight maybe 1 a.m at this point so to get going uh your brother said he would help me do all my errands and take my trash cans out for me um and while I did all the stuff in the house so I said great so he waits at the front door while I run in and grab trash to give him to put in the can to roll out to the curb Mm. Uh, so I hand him the trash bag we both turn and go our separate ways I make a left to go down my very dark foreboding hallway and I hear him following me. And so I thought he was going to try and like do a jump scare or something. Uh, (laughs) But so I get to my room, which is at the end of the hallway. And I turn around like, dude, what the hell are you doing? And nobody was there. And Hmm. so I'm like, this, this isn't right. This is very not okay. So I quickly get everything done and I run back outside to meet him. And uh, he's on my porch looking really pissed off. And I'm like, okay, what happened to you? And he's like, well, I took your trash cans out to the curb and I felt you following me. So when I got to the curb, I turned around to yell at you and nobody was there. So we both kind of look around and we're like, <laughs> we-, we should go. Let's just get out of here. Something's very yeah. wrong. So we left my house. And as we're pulling out of the driveway, we both saw this shadow figure along one of the dark sides of my house kind of crawl up the wall and over my roof behind it like a spider, but it was a, in the form of a person. And so we saw that and we uh, nope the hell out really fast. And mm-hmm. I don't know if I went home while it was still dark that night.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't, I would just find a place to stay until the sun came up.
1: I think that's probably what we did, but yeah, probably a good call. that is my story of the shadow.
0: man. Nice. That's, terrifying and i'm um, those of you that know or knew my brother knew that you know you guys were pro- probably both well um well founded in the idea that you thought it was him trying to scare you and he <laughs> you were trying to scare him but it turned out to be neither one of you yeah. <laughs> so perfectly logical to feel how you felt
1: and then it's like oh shit like this isn't actually a person <laughs> i think that was probably the funniest part of that that whole thing yeah. is it's it like be, it's, it's normal it was yeah. a normal place thing. exactly yeah it's <laughs> funny that it turned terrifying real fast <laughs> real real fast <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome so i believe you are up next good sir
0: yes and i am also going to share a personal story back from my time as uh, a football coach working at a catholic boarding school in the city of Ohio. um we talked about it briefly i think when i covered charman back in like episode two or three whatever that was um I used to coach football at uh, a private school, a private Catholic school in Ohio called Villanova Prep. And that school was founded and built in 1924. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, it was a, the land was used as a Spanish fort. And part of that, my understanding of what I was told from the different people that worked there and passed on to the different people in Ohio who were like part of the historical society, it was part of, there was like the stockades and part of like the, you know, the area where they kept like the prisoners and stuff was part of the land used there where the school is built on so all my time working there i worked there probably i don't know nine ten years there was always crazy shit happening um always kind of felt an uneasy presence being there especially like in the gym um and some of the old science buildings that were part of the original floor plan and the original uh buildings when the school was first built and i know I'll try to find the, the i have the video and the audio on my old computer i'll see if i can find the hard drive but i know chris you came up and we actually did a couple like evp sessions at the school and we found some pretty interesting stuff
1: yeah i remember that we got something in the uh the basketball court
0: yeah when there was like the sound like the basketball was bouncing and then the camera tipped over when yeah. we were both on the opposite side of campus
1: absolutely yeah
0: <laughs> so i will see if i can find that and we can i have it somewhere we'll see if we can find it. if we can we'll definitely post it uh but this I'm going to share a couple quick stories. Um, one of them took place in that same gym, but in the weight room of the gym. And the other one took place in the science building. So part of my job, I worked as the football coach there, but also at night I worked as the campus security officer. And I would um, kind of just make sure the kids all, you know, no one came on campus. The kids were able to get back into their the their, their, their dorms properly and everyone settled down for the night. And I would take off around like 11, 1130. Um, but one night i remember i was because i you know there's not much to do on a a giant campus when there's you know most of the kids by the time they're already asleep there there's not much for me to do so i would work out i would use the the weight room that we had there and i would listen to the radio all the time and one night i was listening to the radio and i got up you know i I finished my set and i was like you know i'm gonna do another patrol because i had to do patrol every couple minutes so i would i hopped in my golf cart and i came you know did the loop and when i came back you walk into the gym through the weight room and the lights were off in the weight room, which I thought was weird, but also the lights turn off every now and then so it wasn't a big deal. And the radio was also off, so I'm like, okay, like the power just went out, or like something tripped, not a big deal. So as I'm walking through the weight room to walk to the lights, because the lights are on the other side of the weight room, the radio turns on, and it's still dark, and I'm like, oh, that's really weird. And then right before I get to the light switch, the lights come back on. The switches were all in the up position, so I was like, that's really creepy. And I think, okay, like it's just you know the light electrical something's happening so I sit in my office I, I watch a little bit of film uh because like I said I coach football so I did it, And as I was watching the film the lights turn off again so I go out, I turn the lights back on and I say out loud I'm like okay like not cool like I'm just trying to do my work like leave me alone and so as I'm walking out like right before I get to the door the lights in the radio turn off again and um at that point i was like, you know what i've had enough of working out i'm not gonna stay in the weight room anymore and uh i proceeded to not check the gym for the rest of the night and stayed out of the weight room for the rest of the night and i did the rest of the patrols outside um because it was really creepy just having the lights turn on and off and then right after i said something the lights just turned off again so i was not okay with that and i know we did part of the evp was i think it was actually after that incident is when you came up and we did some of that
1: yeah it sounds about right but uh, i just want to thank you for validating my fear of never going to a gym again in my life and <laughs> i'm okay with that
0: right. <laughs> um so now my second story takes place in the science building one of the original halls which you can use this to never study science again if your life if that's you know your stance on science uh,
1: there's a joke that i'm not gonna yeah. touch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we don't need any more fan mail. um so, second one, this was a little bit quicker. So, to kind of a layout of this building, it's an old, the whole campus was like a kind of a Spanish style construction. Uh, so, it had like the, the tiles and the old plaster walls and everything. So, the science building was a two story building, and the um, bottom floor was all tile. It was relatively new. Uh, and the upstairs, I believe, was carpet, but I don't, I don't know for sure. Um, I want to say it was carpet because I remember everything being muffled when you walked up there. So I was doing the checks. Like I would check the buildings once an hour just because once I locked the buildings, I don't need to go back in. So I happened to just check the buildings and I noticed one of the doors was unlocked. So I'm like, okay, like someone's in here. So I opened the door and I checked the classrooms on the first floor because there was no lights up on the, in, in the windows on the top floor. I didn't see anything. And one of the classrooms had a light on. So I'm like, okay, like one of the teachers came in after hours. They were checking on something. So I went to the classroom. I looked in there was no one there. So I was like, okay, not a big deal. I'm not going to worry about it. So I just, I, you know, the doors were open on the inside. So I left the door open. I started walking. I was like, you know, I'm just going to check upstairs when I heard footsteps, like in the corridor above me. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like the teacher's up there. So like I waited, I heard the footsteps walking like towards like over my head towards the end of the building, like to where the stairs were. And I was waiting for the teacher to come down. And I didn't hear any more steps anymore. So I was like, okay, that's strange. So I walk up the steps and then I, you know, it's like the, you go up one flight, you turn and you go up. So like, you know, you have kind of like that blind corner when you turn around, when you walk upstairs. So I get to the landing of the first set and I'm walking up and there's nothing there, which is like, I heard the teacher walking along that corridor. You know what I mean? And I get up there and I look down the hallway. There's nothing there. Um, All the doors are closed. The lights are off. There's nothing. So I'm like, okay, I'm hearing things. Not a big deal. I walked down the stairs down the second flight of stairs and i looked back down the hallway the light to the costumes off and the door is still open so at that point i decided they don't pay me enough for this so <laughs> i am leaving as well uh, and i i walked out i locked the door and i did not check that building for rest of the night i didn't see the lights turn back on again but i, I every time i went back in that building i got very wary and i i stayed away as much as i could so yeah those are my two um kind of creepy stories about the old school i used to work at and like i said i'll definitely look to see if i can find some of those old files the video files or audio files
1: yeah i remember they were really creepy and yeah it was crazy the camera falling was really weird
0: yeah yeah especially when there was like nobody in there we knew there was no one in there yeah awesome man well thank
1: you very much for sharing those no problem thank you for sharing your story absolutely so if somebody wanted to submit a story where can they do that they can do that on any of our social
0: medias. Our Instagram is at BeardedThingsPod. Facebook is facebook.com/BeardedThings. Uh, YouTube is BeardedThingsPod, and Twitter is at BeardedThings. Uh, we also have a website, which is BeardedThings.com. We also have an email, which is contact us at BeardedThings.com. Please just put a little note in there, either in the subject, in the somewhere in the the email, just says yes, we can read this on the pod just so we can respect your privacy. If it's something you just want to talk about between the two of us and you, we're more than welcome. We will definitely respect that and appreciate that. And we will talk to you as much as you want. But if you want it read on the pod, please just give us permission to, so that way we can read it aloud.
1: And one last favor to ask of everybody, if you are streaming on a site that allows you to give ratings, we would really appreciate a five-star rating. And uh, if you just want to put a blurb about how much you enjoy the show or hate the show, (laughs) it's fine. Uh, We just would really appreciate that as we are a small mom and pop business and we Mm -hmm. need your support. Yeah, definitely.
0: Every five-star review, every like, every follow, every subscription, it really means a lot to us. And it helps us, you know, get the word out and people can see it. We give us a little bit more visibility and we'll love you, love you, love you lots.
1: Yeah, it really does go a long way. So that is our show this week. And uh, we look forward to telling you more creepy tales next week. Yeah.